To our dear Wellness Couch listeners, we are sending you all our love during these unprecedented times. Now is the time to appreciate what community really is all about. And on the back of our wellness base camps in Geelong and Camden being postponed, we've decided to run a virtual experience that anyone can attend. It's called Crisis to Confidence. Right now, the world faces five major challenges. The first one, fear and anxiety. So Kim Morrison will present Uncertainty and Love. The second one is social isolation. So Marcus Pierce is going to talk about how to build community during these difficult times. The third is mental and emotional despair. So Brett Hill will talk about how to develop resilience. The fourth is financial uncertainty. So Jason Witten will talk about creating financial security. And the fifth is a challenged immunity. So Cindy O'Meara will share how to boost our immunity during these times. Crisis to Confidence will be broadcast live on Saturday, April 4. And if you can't make it, you'll receive lifetime access. To register and for all the details, go to thewellnessbasecamp.com. That's thewellnessbasecamp.com. Thank you, Wellness Cow Tribe. We love you and send our virtual hugs and kisses. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello, hello, and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging. Well, Marcus Pierce here with you, and as always, in these times especially, it gives me great pleasure to bring on the co-founder of The Wellness Couch, the co-founder of 100 Not Out, one of the most beautiful men in the known universe. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, great man. Hello, great man. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. That was very nice of you. I did have a little chuckle because I thought for a second there I dialed your phone number and got your message bank because that's exactly how you started <laughs> off. Hello, hello. Sorry, I can't take you. You know how the chat goes, but uh, great, man. Great to be here with you again. Um, hey, I got a little thank you for a shout-out that we did the other day. Who, who did we shout-out and who thanked you? Dino. Dino said thanks for the shout-out the other day. And uh, and uh, and so did DJ. Thanked me, not DJ oh, Malone, not right. DJ Malone, because DJ Malone wouldn't listen. But <laughs> and if you are listening, DJ, huh? it's a fluke. I know you wouldn't be listening. Marcus Wow might, Marcus, Wow he might, and maybe Natice, she could be listening, <laughs> but definitely uh, DJ wouldn't listen. But uh, DJ, the guy I play golf with, yeah. he gave a shout out and biscuit. He listens. I know that. So all these people listening, thank you very much. It's nice to know that no more than just my mum is listening to this show. It's great. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to do a podcast paying yeah. out on all the people that you thought didn't listen? <laughs> yeah. Just to see who's listening. <laughs> well, we know that Jody Bassel doesn't listen anymore. <laughs> really? Jody's don't gone. Say, don't say that. Why would Joe stop listening to 100 I don't know. Hour? I don't think Cara listens anymore. Debbie, I'm not sure if she oh. listens. Nita's been cheeky. You know you're doing what I said. <laughs> uh, Do you reckon these people are still listening? We haven't heard from them for Wendy a while. Wendy Stewart. Hey? When, no, I did a little Facebook Live this morning in uh, yeah. the Wellness Couch Tribe and Debbie Bunyard was there. Yeah. I'm going to just say that uh, one of their friends, maybe Wendy Stewart, she's going to say, girls, they've just paid you out on 100 Not Out. Fight yeah. back. Well, maybe um, Wendy doesn't listen anymore. Who knows? She breaks a Hawthorne, so she might have dropped a bundle, given that they couldn't even win a game in one round. So maybe that's what's going on. 
But who knows? There's so many great things that we can be doing at the moment. So many great things that we can be doing at the moment. I want to tell you a really beautiful story, if you don't mind, Pierce. Go for your life. Take the stage. I love it. So, Isabel. Isabel Hitty, we call her. Amber calls her Hitty. Uh, that's Amber's grandmother. She's 99 years old. She turned 99 on December 27, 2018. And uh, so she turns 100 this year in December. She should make it. She's going pretty well. And um, because she lives in a nursing home, they've locked the nursing home down. So no visitors, no one going in, no one going out. A couple of Weeks ago, she developed a little cough and then a little fever, and it sounded bad, and so they thought she had COVID. Well, bang, the alarm bells went off. Everyone had hazmat suits on, um, masks, the whole lot, and she's going, oh, my gosh, I'm on another planet. Take me back to my nursing home. Where have, what, what have you done with me? Where have you taken me? So she'd have a little freak out. I've gone to Mars. <laughs> yeah. She was like, this is very strange, you know. Poor Isabel. And um, anyway, um, she was probably having a little freak out because she's got a fever and stuff and she was coughing and she was tired. And so um, we thought, or Amber thought, and she's so clever, Amber. And I know that I can, I can say all the lovely things about Amber right now because she doesn't listen to this podcast. She won't even hear me say it. But Amber did such a great job. Of, of finding a solution. And so what we did is we went out and bought this Lenovo. Well, actually, she sent a message to Jackson, what's the best thing that we should get for Isabel that allows us to stay in contact with her just by dialing it up and yada, yada, yada. So we uh, went and bought this Lenovo screen that connects to Google, and you've got to have a Google Duo account. And we can just say – I won't actually. If I say it, my Google could be listening to you. So it might actually do it. So, <laughs> so you got to say the word. Hey, G, uh, call Isabel. And so all of the whole family now can actually just call her, and she can just go, Hey, G, call Amber. And then it dials like a face video thing, and so, so she's perfectly connected, and she is so happy. So energy's up. She didn't get. She didn't. She got tested for COVID. Didn't have COVID. So, you know, all of the plastic sheets came down, and you know, <laughs> all, the air, <laughs> all the hazmat went down, and you know, she's happy again, and she's connected now. Everybody in the nursing home is going, "Oh my gosh!" Like we want one of those things. How do we get one of those things? So, we're like, we've we've connected Isabel to modern day she can just speak to this machine that sits near her television and all of a sudden the the photos that are scrolling through change and she gets to speak to somebody live in real time and we're not there so she feels safe everything's good she's now connected again and so this connection thing even though we might say that social media is a, a, a partial connection, this is a, almost a real connection just without a touch. So in these changing times, we can do great things. I'll tell you what, no one's whinging and moaning about screen time anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true, is it? Get on the screen. Get on the screen. There is no cracking it about how much time people are spending on screens at the moment. There are no social conversations about... Being antisocial. We no. are just getting as much screen time as possible. I'll give you a flip side. This is I am an, I am the optimist, but I my my uh, heart had a little 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 breakage when I got a message from Angela Fenton. Now Angela is the granddaughter of our great mate Bruce Robertson, yeah. who we interviewed recently, who who just recently yeah. turned one hundred not out 
Wow. And I haven't days. found out, but I've said to Angela, oh, my gosh, does that mean no party? Oh. It's the first thing I thought of. Yes. Was no party. I was like, oh, my heart breaks. Imagine of all the parties you wouldn't want to have postponed. Now, I wish Bruce a very long life, but if there's any birthday that you feel, as you just said about Isabel, it's like you've got to you, raise the bat. Yeah, but you also just, you don't know when your last day is. When well, you're 21, uh, yeah. you know, you, you, you're pretty certain you're going to have a 22nd. But <laughs> yeah, with every passing birthday, you're like, gosh, gosh almighty. So anyway, I'm, uh, shout out to Bruce and Angela and all of the yeah. Robertson family. Yeah. And let's just yeah. hope that, gee whiz, Bruce is ready to have the party of all parties At once the uh, social gatherings are lifted. So what do you do there? Like do you celebrate the 100th birthday once we can all go hang out with each other again or do you wait till 101 and then have a party? Oh, well, if it's me, I'm way too selfish first child Leo to wait till 101. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely having a party. <laughs> no one is taking away that limelight, baby. No, Absolutely no, no way. No, exactly. You know, and oh, if the local yeah. paper doesn't give me half a page of a belated 100th happy birthday article. Even if it's page 17. I'm telling you, I will be filthy. Oh, so- yeah. What if they don't even have paper when you're 100? <laughs> Everything will be um, – do you remember those videos with, like, showing the future? Everything's on, like, glass and we've all got yeah. these little scrolls and everything. Yeah, it'll all be like that. Um, mm. I don't care. I just want recognition. <laughs> <laughs> I'll recognize it, Piercy. I'll send you a text message. Oh, dear. Now, at the moment, a lot of people are feeling somewhat powerless, like there's not much that they can do. True. We thought that it would be a really good uh, conversation to have between two – insanely optimistic individuals mm-hmm. about all the things that we can do at the moment. What are the things that you are doing, um, not in spite of coronavirus, but you know that you are, the, you know, the things that you are sensing that you're not going to give up, um, that you know is really beneficial and you think that uh, our listeners would be wise to, to do and be proactive on um, at the moment? Well, that's a great question, PC, because I think um, there's so many different things that we can be doing at the moment to be protecting ourselves and to be boosting our immune system and I suppose also finding ways to uh, count your blessings, like Mm. to think of the things that you can actually do at the moment. And obviously, Scott Morrison's having to alter his advice all the time as to what we can do in terms of going outside, you know, can we go to a park, can we hang out, all those sorts of things. So he's making all those, you know, very tough decisions. I, I, yeah, I couldn't imagine the weight that he has to carry right now. It must be very, very so difficult. So your political career is on hold for now? Oh, I was thinking about it. He's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's difficult. It's really difficult. Um and so I feel I feel for the politicians at the moment. I think he's um, doing a great job. I think he's doing a great job. I think it's very it's very difficult. There's other people out there who think he's being an absolute tosser because he's not actually letting us. Yeah, you know, he's not closing this the country down. But you know, we're going into a very difficult time. We're heading into winter uh, down here in the southern hemisphere, and um, and potentially it could be much worse. I know they call this the flu season. Uh, we don't even know whether or not coronavirus is as bad during summer as it is winter we don't know because it's come in like an ebb of season so we don't really know um, if it's bad so 
there's a few really nice stories that are on and you know that are happening and the, and I, then I'll tell you about how to protect yourself but there's this really nice um, email here that I'll read out to you um, Ashley doesn't know that I'm going to read this email um, but I'm not going to give you surname because <laughs> he you know people will identify who this person is um, but Ashley said thank you to the person that he was replying to because um, we're talking about something else he said on a lighter note I took Monday afternoon off with the kids and did something some, some gardening found some long sticks and thought they'd make some good bows. Showed the kids how to reverse wrap some kitchen twine to make a bowstring and to notch the stick to fit it. And then I showed them how to make a tinder bundle with the paperback tree in the front yard. I had a sudden moment of realisation that I was inadvertently preparing the kids for a zombie apocalypse and that I've been growing my beard out for the last four weeks. <laughs> I guess I'm also ready for the next six months if uh, everything gets real. Anyway, what I really loved about that, that he was actually taking time to spend time with the kids and getting back out to nature. He's taking a day off, you know, a bit of self-isolation, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, it's I, I just thought that was a really nice thing to be doing. And for a lot of people, and PC, you may not get this because you're no longer a city slicker, but for us city slickers, uh, you know, it's good to just get out there, smell the roses, have a little walk, social distancing, of course, 1.5 meters apart, and then you know just stop and smell the roses, and um, and so that's it. That it, I, th- I thought that from Ashley was really really nice. I thought that was uh, that was excellent. So I thought that you know maybe think of the things that you can do to hang out with your friends and family and kids, um, keeping social distancing rules uh, in mind, and uh, and and count those blessings because this is time for many people that we may not ever get again. But you know what's interesting too is that this is changing the way in which we see things. So we might place less importance on work and more important on family again, which would be good. We might also find that working from home probably works for a lot of people and that might mean decrease in travel time, so more time with the family. So there could be some really good things that come out of this. You know a few things that are coming out of it? The parents no. that have dabbled in the idea of homeschooling are finding yes. out really quickly <laughs> that they weren't built for it. They're not yes. built for it, and they're so grateful yeah, that they can totally. send their kids to school each day. Yeah, um, I know in the Steiner <laughs> community up here, which has got a, its own kind of culture, you know, a lot of the parents are like, "I am definitely not a Steiner teacher. I can't do this teaching thing to save myself." I think a lot of parents have got a whole new respect for the teachers of our world. Uh, when you consider how hard it is to play that role and put that hat on, um, you know, obviously amongst you know running a house and and all the rest of it, um, it is it is yeah, it's remarkable how those those little those little things you you go oh my gosh I've never really expressed gratitude for I've never really counted my blessings for you know school or teachers or whatever it is I think like you say it definitely opens you up to. To those ones, the, the thing about family time. Uh, this sounds. I sound like a bit of a negative Nelly today. What do you think will happen? And we often do trends at the end of the year. Do you think the world will be forever changed in terms of humanity's approach to life, or do you think we will go back to a dog eat dog? I don't have time for this way of life. Sooner or quicker than we could say coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, um, human nature is that there'll be some kind of equalization. You know, we've spoken about extremes. And so the extreme end of um, of paleo was vegan. Uh, and we saw both of those trends hit the same, hit the hit us all in the same year, which is pretty full on. Um, and this, this time around, this 
virus has shown us um, the extreme ends. So it's an extreme compassion where people have gone next door or, you know, put letters, written letters to uh, their elderly neighbors and said, hey, no, you can't get out. Is there anything I can do for you? That's beautiful. And it was in the extreme end of the opposite end where people have actually fought over toilet paper. Mm. And, uh, and so there'll be a balancing, you know, somewhere in between that's where we'll kind of sit. But I suspect that it's in your DNA, the way that you practice. So unless you're really conscious about it, um, you're probably going to just return back to the way in which you were, the hustle and bustle. Like people at the moment are potentially seeing this as a way uh, forward as an opportunity to become more successful or more financially well off. You know, maybe, you know, that, that's what the, the way in which their body's geared or their brain's geared. Other people are going, oh my gosh, this is terrible. This is really affecting the neighborhood, you know. I'm really challenged by this and finding it quite emotional. So some people are seeing the the doom in it, other people are seeing the the boom in it, and um and so I I can't accurately predict this one, but I think that we'll still see a lot of extremes of behaviours, mate. I think with the business thing, it's interesting. Like the businesses that are thriving could never have put this into their business plan. You know, no one yes. could ever have. You know, if you own a pharmacy, a health food store or you've got shares in supermarkets whatever it is like you can't predict you no one could have predicted this so i think that's an interesting thing some people crack it at certain businesses um almost for doing well it's like well, it's not their fault you know yeah. it's not you know there are certain companies like travel travel companies and all the rest of it that are absolutely out mm. um it's not a, and this is always the thing about, you know, financial wisdom and how to build your wealth. I feel for those people that were, were set to retire, um, you know, possibly say at the end of this year. And now they're dealing yeah. with the fact that maybe they need to add another one, two, five years or have a completely different quality of life for their retirement. Um, you know, yeah. it's not that they've been financially, uh, what's the word? Irresponsible. No, it's- and they definitely haven't. And, you know, you're right. The, the, what's really interesting is that all of this will write itself. It's just a matter of how long it will take to mm. write itself. You know what I mean? And that's the tough thing for people that like are year twelve. Year twelve attendees right now. It's not their fault. They're eighteen this year. No. Well, you know, there's a young man who came to see me the other day, and a uh, little shout out to Finn. And he um, he has he's just he's eighteen um, and was about to go see his license, and then his license. Um, test was cancelled um, and it was cancelled because um, of social distancing, social distancing right so you know he's going my life sucks and he's just been you know unfortunately um, he he's, he's has to look for another job because of this whole coronavirus thing and um, and so the poor poor boy it's just unfortunate that he's just born at this time and um, can't and have he's an got 18th a party soon. anytime soon can't have an 18th he can't get his license he hasn't got a job. He can't kiss a girl. Can't. Well, <laughs> Finn, right. we know you can, mate. We know you can. We're just uh, you can. just a bit you of social can. distancing. I feel for him. I do. I feel for him. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know, maybe you got to blow kisses or send kisses via text message. I don't know what's going to happen. I can't believe the drive instructor didn't put themselves in the boot. That's, that's poor. <laughs> well, wind the windows down. You and know, st- yeah. At least get in a Kia Carnival driving instructor and sit in the boot, for God's sake. You've still got, you got about two and a half metres there. <laughs> oh, you know, I know. Look this at is the it. review. Anyway, yeah. we've got to adjust. Um, you have to adjust. So <laughs> coming back to the straight and narrow, um, what have you been suggesting without giving generic advice? What have you been suggesting for the immune-boosting tips that uh, VITA members and the wider community can do at this time? 
well, there's some really great things that you can do. And obviously, when you eat healthy food, uh, then your body is always going to be better. You just you don't want to increase your toxin load. I think that's really important. So, you know, you could back off with a bit of dairy. You could back off with a bit of wheat. You could just lighten the load a little bit. You could uh, have more vegetables, more fruit, more salad, more rice, um, more potatoes. All those sorts of things are going to boost your immune system through your gastrointestinal health. So I think that's a wise thing to do just from a food perspective. If you had some resource and you're prepared to go and spend some some of that on uh, some vitamins and minerals and some herbs, et cetera, et cetera, then there's a few things that have been shown to increase the types of white blood cells that are, are needed at this time when you're trying to manage a viral load or a viral infection. And those white blood cells are called natural killer cells. And natural killer cells are the type of white blood cell that you want in high numbers when there's increased viral load or you've got tumors or cancer in your body. So regardless of whether or not corona's hanging about or the flu's there or the rhinovirus is around, it's good to have lots of natural killer cells because they go and do good things when you've got plenty of them around. And so these are these are the things that you can do to boost your white blood cells, in, in particular your natural killer cells. So if you need a pen, go get a pen. If uh, you've got to open a note page on your phone, then do that because this is what you could be doing. So vitamin C and zinc are really important. We've always known that vitamin C is a great booster of the immune system, PC, haven't we? Absolutely. It gets in our, probably every five episodes, it gets a mention on 100 Not Out. Yeah, we do like vitamin C. Um, now, you can get vitamin C from food, um, of course, that comes from fruits, kiwi fruit, strawberries, berries, uh, citrus fruit, all those sorts of things. Um Ribena doesn't have much vitamin C in Don't it. Don't start drinking all the uh, wine, folks. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> not much in it. There is a little bit, but not much. Um, it, so find fresh fruit options for vitamin C. If you can't get fresh fruit options, um, then what you've got to be doing is taking a little bit of vitamin C. Uh, that'll be synthetic. There's no doubt about it. Um, but it will actually uh, help your body because we don't manufacture vitamin C and we don't store vitamin C. So it's a, it's a good little vitamin, nice and safe for us to take. And the ascorbate forms um, are, are good. So a calcium ascorbate or a sodium ascorbate um, or a uh, – I don't know what the other ones are. They're, two. They're, they're good. Two, that's a good way to go. So you can do those forms. That's good. The other thing you do is obviously zinc. Um, too much zinc will make you sick in terms of nausea. So uh, be careful with that. Maybe start with five to 10 milligrams of zinc at a time um, and always have zinc with food. It should have been food in the first place. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be something. Chocolate? Chocolate? Chocolate, chocolate good? Uh, maybe for your mental health, um, but probably not for your immune system. Or is it pumpkin seeds? What's the big Pump- zinc food? Pumpkin seeds? I'm getting, I'm getting my magnesium and zinc confused. Yeah. Chocolate for magnesium. Yeah, pumpkin that's right. seeds for zinc. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Pumpkin seeds. They're a bit boring though. Oysters. Pumpkin seeds, aren't they? Oysters. Oysters. That's right. Oysters. Mm. They're yeah. nice, aren't they? They're way more exciting than pumpkin seeds. Expensive. I still but... don't know why they ever changed their name to Papitas. It's just like a mass market change. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, I don't sorry. know why. <laughs> sorry, I don't know either. But that's a good one. Um. And then there's some mushrooms. There's some um, some a lot of research around some medicinal mushrooms that are really good. So shiitake, maitake, reishi mushrooms. Um, um, there's another one. Uh, I think it might be cordyceps or something like that. There's, there's uh, there are mushrooms that are very very good. But those three mushrooms that I mentioned at the start, shiitake, maitake, and reishi, are very very good uh, in terms of boosting 
uh, your natural killer cells, which is good. There's a herb uh, known as um, andrographis, and andrographis has been shown to increase natural killer cells, which is you know absolutely fantastic. And there's some other compounds, some other herbs that uh, have, have been shown to increase uh, your white blood cells. Things like echinacea can be hugely beneficial. Um, Astragalus can also be hugely beneficial. So there's ways in which we can boost our immune system, which I think is really important to be doing. It doesn't necessarily guarantee you immunity from the coronavirus. It doesn't necessarily guarantee immunity from the flu virus or the cold. Mm. Uh, but what it does do is it boosts your own defenses against these sorts of bugs. Now, it's important to understand that the coronavirus is a virus that's mutated significantly enough that it's difficult for our immune system to pick it up. And for people with an aging immune system or a suppressed immune system, they'll find it even more difficult to mount an appropriate immune response. And this is where things kind of go wrong. But there's been quite a number of different coronaviruses that we've been exposed to, but this particular coronavirus, COVID-19, has mutated so much so that it's very difficult and it's a long way away from what we're used to uh, being exposed to. So where would be able to mediate our immune response and react and respond yeah, relatively quickly with a developed immune system. It, th this isn't the case with this particular uh, little bug. So um, anything we can do to boost our immune system is a good thing. There's a lot of um, great I – think, I think that should put a lot of people at ease in terms of very proactive things that people can do. What do you, what do you suggest in terms of, um, I suppose, the, the social and the community sides of things, in terms of social distancing, of course, but in terms yeah. of, you know, again, we're both raging extroverts, so I'm sure you and I are both finding ways to be social, whether it's lots of phone calls and, you know, Facebook lives and text messages and just keeping in human contact like – what are you suggesting to people out there that are either going into self-isolation, quarantine, struggling to, to connect? Um, you've got your feet on the ground. You're, you've got your, yeah, you can feel the pulse of the, of the city. Bit different yep. where I am. I'm in a bit of a bubble. What are you, what are you recommending to people from a social perspective? Some people are loving it. Some people are loving it because the introverts are going, yes, I now don't have to go and speak to people. So that's uh, that's a good thing for them for now. Uh, but it doesn't mean that you just disengage them and just go, oh, that person's disappeared, they'll be happy because there'll come a time when they need you. And then there's the extroverts going, oh, my gosh, my life is terrible. I can't hang out with people. And there are some people that just love speaking to other people. So they might be on the phone answering phones. They could be reception teams. They could be, mm. um, you know, marketers or, or even salespeople that really need connection to be with people. And there's a great little Kermit the Frog uh, picture that was sent to me the other day and it said, for people who are huggers that can't cuddle people in COVID-19, you know, oh. and, and I was like, oh, yeah, I need that little, you know, I need that little Kermit the Frog picture for me because I love to be around people. So social, isola social isolation for me is not an ideal thing. I don't like having to be. Um, uh, unable to speak to people one-on-one -on -one or be around people. So I'm going to need lots of connection. So I'm going to need to phone people, text people. I'm going to want a response from people really quickly. So <laughs> if I text them, if they haven't texted me in two minutes, I'll be sending, oi, 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 oi. Oi. I'll Oi. remember that. I'll remember until, that. Until you respond. If you've got 50 oys, it's because you took too long to respond to me. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, that will happen. But reach out to your friends and just check in. I think that's really important. You know, use whatever you've got in terms of the way in which you connect uh, to, to connect with them. So do that, whether it be face, Facebook, Instagram, mm. Messenger, Snapchat, TikTok, uh, phone call, 
text message, whatever it is. In, in Handwritten pen pal? So somebody said to me yesterday, we're going back to the old days and we're doing pen pal stuff. We're going to write to each other. And so I had a whole sheet of stamps out the back, gave the sheet of stamps to this family and said, here you go. Here's You're some stamps life. for you. You, you know, you can use this. And um, and so that's a, just a, you know, what a great thing to be doing mm. is is writing to people. What a great skill to get back to because so many kids can't write. So a great skill to, you know, develop, work on your cursive, work on your, you know, uppercase, lowercase letters, kids, and um, and write letters. That's a nice thing to do. Well, there's In our building, a lot of old people and we found some notes slipped under our door just with little requests. You know, would you mind going to the bank, get me a hundred bucks, or would you oh, mind nice. going to the supermarket and just get some things? And I, I, we just love all that sort of stuff. I so love we have, that. Mm. I love that. Hey, we could keep on banging on here. Oh, there's so many things I'd love to talk to you about. I think we'll carry it into the next episode. Uh, this world of ours is moving at a rate of knots. I tell you what, it is. Um, it's difficult to keep up with, but we're all in this together. Hey, can I do a quick plug before yeah. we wrap it up? Absolutely. Um, so the wellness base camps are off uh, for the immediate yeah. future. We've had to uh, postpone uh, Geelong and Camden and Canberra, but yeah. we have put together uh, an online um, experience, a virtual experience called Crisis to Confidence. Yeah. Uh, Kim Morrison is going to deal with the anxiety and fear and, t- and how teach people how to turn that into certainty and love. Nice. I'm going to do social isolation and how we can transform that into community connection. Nice. Uh our great mate, your old wellness guy, teammate uh, Brett Hill, is going to do how to go from physical and mental vulnerability into resilience. Uh, Jason Witten is going to go from financial loss and uncertainty into financial financial security in these uncertain times, which I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, mm. uh, Jason. And then Cindy O'Meara is going to go from really, she's got this uh, how to create this incredible edible garden. So going back to everything that you and Cindy often talk about, and that is really back to basics from a food perspective. We were going to do it up on Cindy's farm before they shut the borders on Queensland. Uh-huh. So there won't be any farm action now. No. Um, but in any case, that is happening on Saturday, April 4. Uh, people can come in live. If they can't make it on that day, they'll get um, they'll get the recordings forever. Uh, it's 49 bucks, and all the details are at thewellnessbasecamp.com. Um Putting on a box for all that. Yes. Well, we just, you know, you try and figure out how to meet people where they are. Obviously, it'd be yeah. great if you could just give it away for zero dollars. But, um, yeah, 40, the, the base camp tickets were 197. So this is kind of our wow. way to go. Yeah. Let's just trim it and give, and then naturally you can, uh, break down all the borders. People from anywhere in, on the planet can attend this crisis to confidence, um, full day. Uh, live event. The Merry Maker Sisters who have Merry Body, they're going to come in and do their Merry Body stretch breaks as well. So we're going yeah. to make it as like yeah. eventy as as possible. And will you be using things like Zoom? Is that what you're going to use? That's the idea, unless Zoom doesn't break before. <laughs> I think they're under the pump uh, yeah. at the moment, given uh, yeah. the world. So yeah, we'll do it on Zoom um, yeah. and try and make it uh, again. My my ex TV producer hat is kind of thriving in this push for creativity online because. You don't just want it to be like a webinar. You know, you really want to make it as engaging as possible. So we'll do, you know, one-on-one help with people. Um, do breakout rooms. I'm going to have to ask you because we're going to. I'm going to. I want to do a great wellness joke off. So I want to get <laughs> everyone to tell a joke. All the presenters. I'm going to come to you for a few secret jokes. Yeah. No worries. Um, what is it? Um, you know, what's the one? <laughs> any blues? Any blues? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might not use that one. Well, I might not use that one. But uh, um, I, was, I was on toilet paper the other day and. Um, and believe it or not, you know, I, well, I haven't been down to the supermarket to get anything. So I was running short on toilet paper. I called my dad and I said, Dad, you know, running short on toilet paper. 
He said, I'll just use yellow pages, Jack. And I said, what? Really? Yellow pages? How does that work? He goes, we just, you know, just get some yellow pages. I've gone, oh, okay. So I logged on to yellow pages, www.yellowpages.com, and now I've got to clean my phone. <laughs> work, I've got to say, it didn't work, but anyway, bad joke, bad joke. Oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> I like it, mate. I like it. Bad joke. Oh, I didn't know where that was going to go, but when you came up with that, I was like, oh, I made that up, actually. That's yeah. my own joke. I made that one up. That's a Christoph original. You got a few of them. Oh, dear. Uh, 100 Not Out Legends, uh, for those that are listening, uh, thank you for your for your listenership. It is Thanks for staying on this long. <laughs> <laughs> it is a joy to have your listening company. We hope we've brightened your day in some small way. You've got to take little victories at this time of life, that is for sure. Uh, to find out more about Damo, head on over to damienchristoff.com, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. Big shout-out to everyone who makes this podcast possible, especially Joseph Tomo, who does the editing, and Cielo, who does a lot of the social, and to you, our loyal listeners, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.